Good evening. And I want to thank you for, for watching tonight. I want to thank you for uh, allowing me to be gone a couple nights. Uh, my daughter and I were spending some time together on Monday night. And then uh, um, we went to Benton last night, uh, my daughter and I. And, and so we were just trying to spend some time together. Uh, I'm trying to do better at that as a father of um, really spending time with my wife and children. Not doing a very good job, but I am trying. As we are continuing through the book of Philippians tonight, I hope that you had a wonderful weekend. I hope that you've enjoyed the sunny day. It's been beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And um, But uh, we're in verse 12. And we looked last week, finishing up, about the fruit of the Spirit. We looked at what those are, what God wants for us from those. And um, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. And so as we begin in verse 12 tonight, it says, But I want you to know, brethren, that the things which have happened to me actually turned out to the furtherance of the gospel. So it has become evident to the whole palace guard and to all the rest that my chains are in Christ. And most of the brethren in the Lord, having become confident by my chains, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Paul has wrote this letter from a prison situation. He had a, a Roman guard was with him. Uh, he would have been what we would call in a difficult situation. But yet in this difficulty, he says, I want you to know that what has happened to me has actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. I want you to know tonight that there are many times in your life when you and I go through great difficulties because God is wanting us as people of faith to use those difficulties to share the gospel with other people. You see, we talk a lot about having hope and encouragement for us during difficulties and challenging times and things along those nature. But really, as born-again believers in Jesus, our ultimate goal in life is to make others aware of who Jesus is and what he has done for them. You say, oh, Jake, my God wants me to focus on being happy, or God wants me to focus on being healthy, or God wants me to focus on being wealthy. Oh, those aren't bad things, but God wants you to focus first and foremost on the realization that people around you need Jesus. Lost people are going to go to hell. And you and I cannot save anyone, but what we can do is share Jesus with them. Tell them about how he died on the cross for them, how he arose from the grave, and how if they will repent and call upon his name and believe in their heart and life that he is the Lord and Savior and forgiver of sin, they can be saved. And Paul says, my difficulties on this earth have actually been used by God to reach other people. You say, well, how did that happen? Well, every time a new prison guard would come on duty, Paul would share the gospel. Every time Paul would come into contact with someone because of his prison situation, he would share the gospel. And so God was literally bringing people who Paul would probably never meet into an opportunity to hear the good news of Jesus. And that's, friends, an amazing thing. That nurse that is with you in the doctor's office, how will she hear about Jesus 
unless you tell her. You wouldn't be able to have an opportunity to tell her unless you were sent somewhere that you normally wouldn't go. How could you tell that waitress about Jesus if you finally, if you didn't go somewhere where you normally wouldn't go? And so everywhere that God allows us to go, whether blessings or in burdens, should be used as an opportunity to make Jesus know. Today I was at the restaurant eating, talking to a young lady who's just recently been saved. And she was asking me questions about the book of John and what Nicodemus was or who he was. And I was explaining to her that Nicodemus was a man in John chapter 3 who came to Jesus by night. And we talked about that. It was a wonderful opportunity to make Jesus known there in the restaurant to the people sitting next to us and a couple tables over. And they heard about Jesus wanting people to be born again. And so tonight you say, but Jake, I, I just, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know what the purpose of that is. Well, Paul says that in that moment when others saw that Paul was sharing Jesus and difficulties, it encouraged them. It encouraged them to stand up for their faith. And friends, we need to understand something tonight that we are used by God not only to reach lost people, but also to encourage other saved people. You say, Jake, I'm just trying to keep my head above water. I'm hurting. I'm, I'm, I'm going through difficulties. I'm going through pain. I'm going through heartache. Absolutely. And God knows that. And God cares about you. And God will be with you. And God will provide for you. But don't be so focused here that you miss what God is trying to do in your life. You say, Jake, I, how, how can I be a witness at the, at the funeral home? Well, when you make those plans, talk about the hope you have in Jesus with the funeral director. You say, Jake, how, how can I, how can I honor God when I'm taking my cancer treatments? You talk to that nurse that's helping you about the hope that you have in Jesus. You say, Jake, how, how can I, how can I make much of Jesus when I, I'm being persecuted at work? Those, those people who come to check on you, tell them about the hope that you have in Jesus. Jake, what about my teenager who's being made fun of at school or, or being made fun of at, at, at elementary school? When they come and talk to you, talk about the hope that you have in Jesus. You see, we should want to encourage other people. Now, that's hard. I mean, I know it's hard, and I'm not telling you that it's going to be easy. But you see, in those moments of difficulty, when the world looks at us and says, how are you making it? How are you going to survive? How is that even possible? You can turn to them and say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You say, well, Jake, that's a very churchy answer. It might be a churchy answer, but if you are truly saved, and you truly have a relationship with him, you know that to be true. I can promise you that there have been times in my life when I have sought answers in all the wrong places. Now, I didn't say love in all the wrong places. Sometimes I've did nothing too. But finding answers in all the wrong places. Friends, the world can't encourage you. The world can't strengthen you. But Jesus can. Through the promises of his word, the promises of scripture, 
God can speak life into situations that don't seem possible. God can encourage when a situation seems hopeless. And so what I have been trying to do is in the moments of discouragement, and I have them, the moments of self-pity, the, the moments of wanting to quit and give up, I try to run to Jesus and spend time with him through his word, through prayer, through worship. Today in my office, I spent about three hours just listening as I was reading my Bible to hymns played on the piano. No words, just the beautiful music. It's very quiet, very somber, very relaxing, and it was just a time for me to, to clear my head and to focus on what God wants and just to, just to relax, just to worship Him. And so tonight, that's my challenge to you. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're struggling with, let God carry you. Let God pick you up. Let God give you strength. But don't stop looking for ways to make a difference in the lives of other people by sharing Jesus with them. So as always, if I can pray for you, if I can help you, if I can be there for you in any way possible, please let us know. You can message me. You can, uh, you can call the church. I, I will try my very best to get back as quick as possible. Um, but know that you are prayed for. You are loved. And always know that there is hope from the word. Spend time in it. Pray over it. And trust that it never returns void. God bless.